Welcome to Sharing the Victory, the weekly radio program from the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. The host of Sharing the Victory is Ron Brown, assistant football coach at the University of Nebraska. Ron's guests today include Richie McKay, head basketball coach at Liberty University. I have found an emptiness in anything that I've searched for other than a part of a life of intimacy with Jesus Christ. And former college basketball coach and current TV broadcaster Mike Jarvis. Listen, it's through those fires and those tough times that you really, really realize what you love and trust and your faith is really all about. We will also hear from Barton College basketball coach Ron Levensee, the defending NCAA Division II champion. I choose to go in that locker room and I choose to pray for each of those players and do a prayer walk around my locker room. We're so glad you joined us today and ready to get the program underway is our host, Ron Brown. Our guest today on Champions of Faith is one of my favorite guys in the whole world. I've run into him numerous times at a variety of places, airports, hotels, on recruiting trips, you know, FCA conferences, but he is the head basketball coach, first year basketball coach at Liberty University, Richie McKay. Richie, welcome to the show today. Coach Brown, thank you, man. Appreciate you having me on, and uh, it's always good to hear your voice. Oh, man, Richie, uh, I feel like you and I have just linked up brothers, and, and uh, it's, it's always great to have an opportunity to share the most important thing in the world that we both enjoy together, our, our relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. And to do that not only with each other but in front of millions of people who are listening right now is a privilege. Richie, uh, you are a star, young coach, man on the rise, Portland State, Colorado State. Then the, the what the world would call landed a huge job at the University of New Mexico, very prestigious basketball power. And, of course, your dad was a star there, and, and, it, and it was a near and dear place to your heart. Uh, you uh, had very good success there at the University of New Mexico, but um, some ups and downs, and then you were asked to leave the dream job that you talked about. Could you give us uh, what was going on in your heart with all of that and, and that during that it had to be a painful process? Yeah, Coach, great question. My dad played there 1960 through 63. Mm-hmm. And my dad was my idol. I, I wanted to grow up to be just like him. But I, I, was, I had a passion to, to play or coach at UNM because that, that would have, my father's a seat, but that would have made him so proud not mm-hmm. to, to have a chance to actualize that. And in our third year, we won 26 games, the second most in school history. And mm-hmm. our fourth year, we won 17 games. And I was in a little bit of disbelief. I, I thought, mm-hmm. you know, we had run a clean program, the highest GPA in school's history, and the second highest wins. In uh, school history, in terms of a season, I, you know, I honestly thought that uh, we would be there for a long time. And mm. as it unfolded, and uh, and two weeks before the season started, we had a press conference saying that I was fired. Mm. And I can remember the feeling of, of, boy, this didn't work out the way I wanted. And there was a little bit of a shame and mm. disappointment that, uh, I, I, you know, I, it was coming to an end. I was confused, didn't know what God had for me, and. You know, honestly, Coach, uh, there was a, a a tunnel of of I want to say chaos. I just mm-hmm. didn't understand what was next. Right. Couldn't couldn't re- actualize or couldn't plan it out like uh, like I had been. And all of a sudden, I wasn't an up and comer. I was fired. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, as as it, the process unfolded, I shared with you off the air. Uh, Jeff Barber, the athletic director at, at Liberty. Uh, he and I had some conversations and uh, he had decided to bring me out for an interview. And the moment I set foot on campus in Lynchburg, Virginia, 
um, I had a great, great desire to be a part of, of what this university's mission is, and that's to continue to advance and promote the gospel of Jesus Christ mm-hmm. and to become the greatest evangelical university in the world. And, mm-hmm. uh, but I, I can tell you this, it's it's the, the greatest opportunity that I've had in uh, in coaching to be a part of, of Liberty University. Wow. Well, now, you know, we're talking about a whole different world here, differences in the prestige of the places that you've been at, say, New Mexico versus Liberty. And yeah, there's a stark contrast in terms of television time and dollars and, and NBA prowess and so forth. But what is the goal for the Christian, Richie? I mean, as you, you're up here, you're busting your tail in basketball, you're getting your kids up at 5.15 a.m., just like they do at New Mexico or UCLA or any, any other place. Um, you're, you're putting that same kind of hard work and effort into it. But, but what is your aim? Is there a difference for the Christian than the, let's say, the non-believer or even the Christian who's kind of going after something of the world standards? Coach, that's a great question. As men especially, you know, we search for fulfillment. Mm-hmm. And some of us, in, in the money we make or uh, the bank account, the retirement fund that we build up, maybe others of it, it's in our accomplishment the position earned or the prestige behind it or, or what we drive. And, and I've, I've, you know, I've been afforded opportunities to make good money, to have position or status and uh, even drove nice cars. Yet I have found an emptiness hmm. in anything that I've searched for other than a part of a life of intimacy with Jesus Christ. Hmm. So I, I think for, for the believer, you're going to, you're going to continue to toil in the world's agenda unless you you plug in to God's spirit and and to really set aside all other agendas other than than spending time with him daily so that you can know your purpose for his will again I've been on the other side of that so I'm I'm excited to say that uh, um like Solomon says all that other stuff is vanity hmm. You know, it's. I wish we could talk forever, man. I mean, one day in heaven we will. You know, yeah, but yeah. Um, for now we got to close off the show, and you got to get get ready for basketball practice. Well, our guest today has been Richie McKay, the new head basketball coach at Liberty University. Whenever you can check box scores or go online to find out what's happening with that team and that man, please do so because uh, he is a surrendered lover of Jesus Christ. Richie, it's been great to have you with us today as our champion of faith on FCA's national radio show, Sharing the Victory. Coach, thank you for having me. There's more college basketball to come as we hear from the head coach of Barton College in North Carolina, Ron Livensey. What makes my life important is to choose on a daily basis to make a commitment, to make an impact in the young people and in the students at Barton College. Stick around. This is Sharing the Victory, the weekly radio show from the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. FCA impacts coaches, but don't take our word for it. Here's Appalachian State football coach Jerry Moore. FCA for me was a time in my life that I began to really study and read the Bible. FCA made me want to grow. I've been coaching over 40 years. I can't tell you the number of men that their lives have been touched. God only knows how many men and women. The Fellowship of Christian Athletes has changed their lives. The Fellowship of Christian Athletes at FCA.org. 
The work of FCA can be summed up in four words, coaches, campus, camp, and community. The four C's are vital in fulfilling FCA's vision of seeing the world impacted for Jesus Christ through the influence of athletes and coaches. There's FCA staff in your area ready to partner with you in seeing this vision through. To find out how you can get involved with FCA in your community, go to fca.org. That's fca.org or call 1-866-STV-5031. Four seconds left. Melvick, still alive. He's got time. Atkinson, layup. Good. Good. Anthony Atkinson at the buzzer. Barton is your national champion. Is that dramatic or not? Winning the Division II National Championship on the buzzer. Hi, it's Ron Brown again with you on Sharing the Victory. It was almost a year ago that little Barton College out of North Carolina won the NCAA Division II National Championship. What a finish! Ron Livensey, the head coach, spoke at an FCA banquet in Raleigh, North Carolina. He had a lot to say about coaching for Jesus Christ. The Lord could have anybody be the basketball coach at Barton College. Anybody. But the Lord chose me 12 years ago to go to Barton. And when Christ is the center of your life, you have an uncontrollable desire to serve Him. And when He put us at Barton, and Barton was able to start an FCA huddle nine years ago through the gracious gift of uh, someone very involved with this FCA here, um, it was one of the things that my wife and I were, were really wanted to get involved with because we wanted to be a light among the darkness. No matter where the Lord puts you, whatever you do to make a living, there is only one thing important. It's not money. It's not fame. It's not success. Because those things are fleeting. Let me be very, very honest with you. Those things come and go. But what is so important is to be a light among the darkness. And that's what Darla and I choose to be at Barton College. We choose to stand up for the Lord any time that we can. And we have chosen that one of our main platforms at Barton to make that stand for Christ is to be involved with FCA, which I think FCA is one of the greatest Christian organizations you could ever be a part of. And so, you know, one of the things that I want to ask you is get behind this FCA group. And I think, you know, the one thing that all of us can do is to say, Lord, where can you use me? He happens to use me as a basketball coach. That's what I do for a living. But that is not what drives me. That is not what makes my life important. What makes my life important is to choose on a daily basis to make a commitment, to make an impact in the young people and in the students at Barton College. Every day I go into our locker room and I have my devotions in our locker room. It's not a fancy locker room. It's not plush. It's just a simple, stinky locker room, okay? But I choose to go in that locker room, and I choose to pray 
for each of those players and do a prayer walk around my locker room of the players that I'm involved with. Because I think it's very, very important as a coach, as a leader, that we pray for those that we're around. Those of you that work every day, do you pray for the people that you work with? Do you pray for the people that you have conflict with or friction with? Do you bring them to the Lord on a daily basis? Because we all face that friction with people at work. I just happen to coach and have 20 kids on my roster that I have to deal with. Some of you have a lot more that you have to deal with. But I think as a coach or as a leader, wherever we are placed, we need to make sure that we put Christ first in the workplace, in FCA, and we're in our families and allow God to open doors for us. Please get involved with FCA. Please support FCA. It's a worthy project. That was Ron Livensey, Division II National Champion, Barton College basketball coach at an FCA banquet in Raleigh, North Carolina. By the way, Ron will be featured in the March edition of Sharing the Victory magazine. Also in that same magazine, there's a cover story on Kay Yao, the inspirational women's basketball coach at North Carolina State University. There's an article on two University of Illinois players, Brian Randall and Trent Meacham. And, of course, a column by yours truly. You can find out how to get the March issue of Sharing the Victory by going to sharingthevictory.com. That's sharingthevictory.com. Up next, Mike Jarvis. Remember him? The former college basketball coach and current TV broadcaster? He's doing tons of basketball work, not only here in America, but abroad as well. This is Sharing the Victory, the weekly radio show from the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. You'll hear lots of sounds at FCA camps. FCA camps, where young athletes reach their full potential learning from college and pro coaches and athletes. But here... Young people also reach their full spiritual potential, learning firsthand from coaches and athletes about their relationship with Jesus Christ. So you'll hear lots of things at FCA camps, but the most amazing thing you'll hear is... To learn more, call 1-866-STV-5031 or visit us at fca.org. If you're not listening every week to Sharing the Victory, here's what you're missing. University of Washington basketball coach Lorenzo Romar. This job is basically an apartment that I'm paying rent for and that I can be evicted at any time if I don't maintain a ministry mindset. That's how I'm able to stay here. I decide, hey, this is just about wins and losses. It's about me. It's not about the Lord. I can get evicted at any time. Don't miss sharing the victory. And now back to sharing the victory with our host, Ron Brown. You know, we've had a great opportunity to catch up with a gentleman who had an outstanding coaching career, now a broadcaster, and does a variety of things, Mike Jarvis, former uh, head basketball coach at St. John's University, George Washington, Boston University, now a commentator for ESPN and, and college basketball. Mike, welcome to the show. Oh, it is great. It's a blessing to be on. Thank you. Mike, Rejection. That is something that is very consistent in the world of coaching, and it's at pretty much um, all levels. 
But particularly in major college basketball and football, we see rapid hirings and firings. We want instantaneous success and so forth. Your relationship with Jesus Christ, when you have gone through the ups and downs, you've been on that on the tough side of things, through the firings, and you've been on through the hirings on the front end of things. What's that like, and where does your faith in Christ really impact you during those up and down times? Well, I tell you, it's like it's it's really unlike anything else. And, I, and the unfortunate part, there are so many people in so many different walks of life, in so many different professions, that today are feeling what it's like to be rejected or what it's like to be told you're not wanted anymore. It's mm-hmm. it eats at you. And and, it, and it, it makes you start to question who you are. It makes you start to question everything. And the only thing that can overcome the fear of that you feel and all that kind of stuff, the only thing that can deal with that is is God and God the Son, Jesus. And, you know, when you start to to really, you know, understand that everything that happens, happens for a reason. It's all part of the plan that not only can you deal with it, but you can really start to believe that, you know what, something better is coming along, something more meaningful. And, you know, and, and, and whether you're coaching or whatever you're doing, I mean, one thing we, sh- we, we we're we supposed to be doing is we're supposed to be spreading the gospel and spreading the word and bringing other people to, to be members of the kingdom and to be members of his family. And, you know, so it's during those times that you really can feel God's hand on you, that you can feel his arms around you, that you can feel the the love that he has for you. And, you know, and it's like, hey, listen, it's through those fires and those tough times hmm. that you really, really realize what in love and trust and your faith is really all about. Mm, that's a great word, Mike. And, you know, uh, as I read through Isaiah chapter 53, I'm reminded of what it says in, in verse 3, for example, it, talking about Jesus, Isaiah prophesying what was going to take place with Jesus some seven, 800 years before it happened. It says, he is despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised and we did not esteem him. I think uh, almost every coach in America who's been fired can relate to that. I've been on that end of it a couple of times. Mm-hmm. You've been on that end. And yet we have a Savior, Jesus Christ, who can identify with that pain and rejection, and we can latch on to him and find that his yoke is truly easy and that we are, who are weary and heavy laden not only can die in, to ourselves, but then we can be risen up again in the name of Jesus Christ, just as he rose again from the dead. And that's a that's an awesome thing. You got propelled into the world of broadcasting. Do you kind of see that as a, a little bit of the resurrection principle that's come out of the, the world of basketball for you so that you now have an opportunity to can stay in the game of basketball and, and to live out a testimony of faith in Christ through basketball? Well, you know, it's funny. That's one of the things. I mean, I've been, you know, I, I've worked in some, when I do games for ESPN. I, I've done some writing with Yahoo Sports, which mm-hmm. which was a great experience a year ago. And I still am involved in coaching. I mean, I coach, you know, someone says to me, you know, you're going to coach again. And I say to them, yeah, I'm coaching right now. Hmm. I'm coaching athletes in action. I, mm-hmm. I uh, The last two summers, my wife and I have taken teams uh, over to participate in the Jones Cup in Taiwan. Hmm. And we went and did clinics in Ireland, and we're going to continue to become very, very involved. So it is a form of ministering. It is a way in which... We can share the gospel, which we can basically, more than anything else, through what we do or what we try to do. And, you know, we, 
none of us are blameless. And, you know, you, you learn things as a player, you learn things as a coach. And, and so I'm going to continue to be involved as long as, you know, I've got the strength to do so. Mike, I, I really appreciate that paradigm that you that you're living out of. You know, I think a lot of coaches when they when they go through the ups and downs, they just feel like, well, that's it for me. If I'm not in the big time, then I'm not in it. But you are. I mean, athletes in action. What you're doing there, what an incredible opportunity you get. And and I love what athletes in action does at halftime. They present the gospel. They still do that. Is that right? Oh boy, I, mean, I tell you what. Yes, they do. In fact, one of the greatest moments of my life was the, over in Taiwan when we got a chance and front of thousands of people to share the gospel not only in the gymnasium but also on 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 television that was going all over Taiwan and China and uh, my wife and I just love it. Well, Mike Jarvis, former basketball coach uh, with uh, in college basketball, but present basketball coach with the Athletes in Action, commentator for ESPN. It's been an honor to have you on Sharing the Victory today. Thanks for joining us. Well, thank you for allowing me to share the victory, and it is a victory that we, we can share. And, boy, it's, and, and in my last statement, I just want to say that, you know what, it's so nice to, when you go to sleep at night to know that if you don't wake up tomorrow here, you're going to wake up in heaven tomorrow. And uh, to know that the victory has already been won, Oh, I tell you what, we're cutting down the nets, baby. <laughs> it's beautiful. Trust me. <laughs> That's a great picture, cutting down the nets, Mike. And we want that for the the thousands and thousands of people who listen to this radio show. Maybe a number of them don't know Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord. I'll tell you what, you talk about faith in Christ and, and having that eternal security. You can know whom Mike Jarvis and I know, uh, the Lord Jesus Christ, just by trusting him as your Savior and Lord. Mike God bless you. Thank you for being with us today. Well, thank you, and he has mightily blessed me. Thank you very much, and God bless you and your work. Continue to let your light shine, okay? All righty now. All right. Take care now. Okay. Don't forget to check us out on the web. We're at sharingthevictory.com. Click on radio to listen to past programs or subscribe to receive the free weekly podcast. When we return, FCA President Les Steckel will answer a critical question. Does God care about what happens at sporting events. The answer is coming up next on Sharing the Victory. Hi, this is Jill Ewart, editor of Sharing the Victory magazine. For more than 30 years, Kay Yao has guided the North Carolina State women's basketball program. In the March edition of STV, you can read more about Coach Yao's legendary career and how she keeps her faith despite a long battle with cancer. Also in the March STV, Adrian Griffin of the Chicago Bulls shares his testimony in his own words. To subscribe to Sharing the Victory magazine, go to sharingthevictory.com. That's sharingthevictory.com or call 1-866-STV-5031. Hi, this is Sharing the Victory host Ron Brown. And on our next program, we want to tackle the very sensitive issue of male purity. We'll visit with some prominent athletes who have taken a brave stand against pornography and find out how God launched them to lead men from this destructive lifestyle. Please join us as we look to God's Word for answers and hope coming up on the next edition of Sharing the Victory. Welcome back to FCA's national radio program, Sharing the Victory. I'm your host, Ron Brown. It's now time for Coach's Corner with FCA President Les Steckel. 
The secular media have often questioned me about the role of prayer in sports. They understand that many sports teams have pregame chapels. Like the rest of us, they observe players pointing skyward after blasting a home run or making a game-winning basket or touchdown. They notice that more and more football teams have been gathering at midfield after the games for prayer. They see players from both teams who have been fiercely competing only moments before now joining together, holding hands with their heads bowed. And many reporters ask me if I think that God really cares what happens in a football game. My answer is always, absolutely. Of course I recognize that there are those who believe the outcome of a sporting event is too trivial for God's attention. They say that God has wars and diseases and famine and natural disasters in many parts of the world. So how could a petty football game rate any of his care or concern? And the media question whether I think that God might just favor one team over the other? Doesn't God love both teams, they ask? Of course God loves both teams, but the Heavenly Father I know and love and serve is also one who cares about everything that happens, even in a sports event. He is indeed Lord of everything. Why wouldn't he care about a football game? In answering questions about the role of prayer in sports, sometimes I'd like to ask a question of my own. Do you think the Lord cares about your day at work? Do you think God is paying attention to that housewife who is washing dishes right now or the little girl playing on the swing set? You bet. God, as our loving Heavenly Father, cares deeply about His children. As parents, don't we want to know about our children's plans, their health, worries, and problems? Of course we do. What matters to our children matters to us. And God, who loves us more than any parent ever could, cares infinitely more about every element of our lives. Since we're His children, there is nothing that is too trivial for Him. Whether it's playing an exhibition baseball game or the World Series, operating a children's lemonade stand or a major national chain of groceries, taking a junior high pop quiz or your state's legal bar exam, God cares about every concern you have. If you haven't done it recently or even yet today, give God your worries, your dreams, your hopes, your thoughts. He is always ready to listen. May you discover today just how much he cares about everything you do. Thanks for running with me today. It was a great show, wasn't it? Next week, we're going to have a special focus on men. The issue will be male purity. We believe it is huge for Christian men to take a leadership role in accentuating sexual purity across America. Sporting events can bring out the very worst of us in this regard. We'll have special guest Phil Dawson, the outstanding kicker for the Cleveland Browns, former University of Nebraska soccer coach Marty Everding, and a young man named Troy Vermillion who went through some trials and tribulations and his stance against pornography. Remember, there are two ways of doing sports, God's way or man's way. Which will you choose? Have a great week. We invite you to log on to our website, sharingthevictory.com slash radio. You can listen to past programs anytime and subscribe to receive the weekly podcast. You can also send us your questions or comments and also nominate an athlete or coach in your area for one of our features. Again, the website is sharingthevictory.com. You can also contact us on the phone Monday through Friday at 1-866-STV-5031. That's toll-free 866-STV-5031. 
Our address at Sharing the Victory is 8701 Leeds Road, Kansas City, Missouri, 64129. Again, 8701 Leeds Road, Kansas City, Missouri, 64129. We also want to say a special thank you for your prayers and financial support. Your gifts help keep this program on the air each week. Please join us again next weekend at the same time for Sharing the Victory. Sharing the Victory is a production of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. FCA is the heart and soul in sports.